going right not too bad how are you sir good good how's working from home it's been cloudy it's been cold but it's been kind of nice there's that usual saying that april showers bring may flowers but it's more like you know april parkas bring something else this uh, this weather's been really strange yeah was it last friday where it snowed like three times in the afternoon yeah and it finally melted today but i'm sure it'll snow again i'm it's been crazy yeah, it was snowing this morning. I still had snow in my car from last night. I'm still seeing winter parkers outside. So yeah, yeah, gotta love April. It's just, it's weird. On top of being isolated and stuck at home and not being able to go out and do much, when you do go outside, it's it's chilly. It's a little bit nippy. But um, hey, we're hardy and we're from Winnipeg, so we'll be all right. Totally. All right, folks, welcome to the Mobo Show. All right, episode nine. Uh, glad to be back again, as usual. Thank you to everybody for feedback on previous episodes. Thanks for tuning in again. If you're coming at us through YouTube, thanks for finding us. If you're tuning in through the Clear Concepts blog, again, uh, thanks for your time and attention as Alex and I get together every week and talk about some topics, um, not necessarily work from home related, but always about modern workplace and digital transformation. Yeah, most of our morning topics are about my addiction to coffee, really. <laughs> well, I, I heard you were out of coffee for some period of time. Yeah, accidents happen. Don't worry. <laughs> gotta get, there are gotta no get casualties. Click, click and collect. Coffee as a service, right? Yeah, this no kidding. The, the there are no reality. casualties. We had some tea as a backup. It was Everything was okay. Um, and now we've got probably 10 pounds of coffee on our way or in our place. So this will never happen again. Perfect. Oh, good to hear. Uh, I just want to give a quick shout out before we do jump into today's topic, uh, just a shout out to nurses, doctors, frontline workers, first line workers, anyone that's out there doing their part to to help flatten the curve. Uh, yes, we're a technology related podcast, netcast. Um, yes, we're focused on Office 365 and Microsoft 365. But I do just want to say uh, a huge shout out, huge thank you to to those that are really the true heroes of, of what's going on these days. Truly, truly, thank you for everything you do. Perfect, uh, let's jump in to some breaking news, late breaking news. Uh, I have nothing I wanna... to break though, shoot, hang on. <laughs> Just my glass. No, don't break that glass, it looks like a nice glass. This is a very nice glass. Um, some new features in Teams, which is kind of relevant to what we're going to talk about in a few minutes, but there are some new features which have landed in Microsoft Teams. I just want to bring attention. Number one, and probably the thing that we are most excited about as you know, Microsoft geeks and Teams followers and what, what have you, is custom backgrounds in Microsoft Teams. So I just jumped to Molo Beach. As you can see, I've got a custom background behind me now. Um, maybe I feel like working at Movo Studios downtown with a nice sky view. I don't know about you. It does look at it does look like the exchange a little bit. It kind of does. Maybe I want to do my next sales meeting from outer space or some other galaxy far, far away. You know, no big deal. Uh, it's a little cheeky. It's it's early days for this. The feature is just starting to roll into Office 365 tenants. But this builds on the background blur feature that we've had for some time now in Teams. 
it's a little bit of fun, certainly some practical applications. If you're at home and you don't want to show your colleagues your ugly kitchen cabinets, um, you know, worst case, if you put this on during your meeting and you have a chuckle and you have a laugh, you'll see some smiles. It's about bringing everybody a little bit closer together. Yeah, it's all about just hiding the spaghetti stains on your wall from last night and <laughs> maybe giving your team something else to look at. Yeah. Uh, now I'm going to go on a limb on the next feature and say you've been asked about this, Alex. Um, how can we see more people in our Teams meetings? How can we see more people's cameras in our Teams meetings? Yeah, I've been asked that, asked that one a lot lately. Um, but we are getting the 3x3 three three grid, so we'll have up to nine people coming by the end of the month, I believe. And that was Hollywood Squares, isn't it? Where you can go, you know, top yeah. corner of the block? Yeah. I never so watched sure... that show. No? No. There was an old version and there's a new version, right? Tom Bergeron hosted the new version. Yeah, so they just had celebrities that sat in these cubes and it was trivia based. What was that yeah. show about? Yeah, yeah, it was trivia. Yeah. Okay. Uh, good times. Yeah. So they, uh, they were all socially quarantined too. <laughs> yeah, in their own little boxes. Time to break it back. That's the TV yeah. show that can still succeed under these weird quarantine times. There we go. Love so it. So just. On that note, um, they are planning to further increase that, I believe, beyond nine. So um, yeah. nine's a starter, but they are planning to add more faces to teams over the next um, months, hopefully. Yeah, obviously, the more streams you add, it's going to degrade the quality, the video quality. So I'm sure Microsoft is is making a conscious decision about how many um, feeds, video feeds of people's faces they they do put on the screen at one time. Um, but for now, moving from two by two to three by three, that's coming sometime in April, um, will be a nice improvement for, for smaller team meetings as well. Cool. Another one I was trying out this morning was the live closed captioning in, in a Teams meeting. Um, I was participating in, in our sales team meeting and I turned it on just out of curiosity. And I have to say the closed captioning or transcriptioning uh, was real time. It was very, very close to real time and it was really, really good. Um, I was able to kind of um, look to my, my other screen, but still kind of have the text reading on the bottom of the Teams window at the same time. So, you know, maybe I don't have as much screen real estate to see all those um, video feeds, all the cameras, but I was still able to follow along with the meeting by text. So um, really interesting. If you don't have the best headphones, if you uh, have hearing disability and you can't quite get the right um, audio quality out of Teams, I think this is a really, really cool feature as well. Yeah, you sent me a video on that earlier and it looked uh, pretty pristine. I haven't tested it up myself yet, but I'm looking forward to this one. Mm -hmm. My only gripe is it doesn't support, or it doesn't sort of separate who's talking by, by voice. That would be cool if it could detect whose audio input it was and sort of separate that in the close, like on TV closed caption, you can uh, sort of decipher who is speaking. Um, but Hey, for a preview uh, feature, I think it's really cool. Really good first. Good. Uh, that might be coming soon then. We'll see. Yeah. Uh, another thing on that sort of accessibility vein is raise your hand feature. Um, a lot of folks think that this is a good feature for, you know, getting attention in a meeting. But if you are unable to speak or you don't have the hardware set up, maybe you don't want to, you don't feel comfortable speaking through your laptop microphone, or if you're in a really, really big meeting and it's hard to get a word in edgewise, Microsoft is bringing this feature into Teams meetings where you'll be able to click a button in the uh, floating menu in Teams 
raise your hand and then uh, whoever's holding the meeting can kind of stop and address your question. That's nice. Um, that's solely needed just because you lose so much audio when there's people talking over each other. You have to adjust how you converse with each other over a video call just because if you're talking over each other, it just turns into garbled noise and no one gets heard. But but uh, I mean, obviously, the larger meetings and we're certainly having larger meetings now online. Uh, like I say, it's a lot harder to to get a word in edgewise. So I'm glad that uh, that feature is coming along. But interesting segue into what I thought we could focus on today uh, as the MoO show for this episode was tips for online meetings, both tips for hosts of online meetings and tips for attending an online meeting. Uh, in tech circles and lots of people that we're, we're regularly in contact with are certainly not new to online meetings, but there are a lot of people because of social distancing and because of COVID-19 are brand new to turning on the webcam and joining an online meeting. A lot of folks still uh, prefer in-person meetings. So I thought, Alex, let's you and I break down some tips for hosting a meeting first, and then we'll get into some online meeting etiquette for those who are new to joining online meetings. All right. So our first one, speaking of breaking things, is just to break the ice. When you get into that online meeting, throwing in a joke, just something to get people talking and perhaps on camera. So like you're showing with the back with the live backgrounds, having just something to kind of get the conversation going, let people kind of get into the conversation is a great way just to start off a nice discussion with your team warms up the room and you don't have to be pushing people for questions and pulling people to just to engage with the conversation yeah i i totally agree with this a little trivia a, a bad joke um you know doing something fun with your camera background it's about getting some smiles and it's about warming warming each other we're, we're still human at the end of the day um you know we can't uh, give each other a good ribbon at the office anymore, but at least we can have some fun before we get into to the serious business of a of an online meeting. You ever go to a comedy comedy show? They always have a host that warms up the crowd. They're there yep. for a reason, yep. and it just it makes a difference for us socially. So yeah, warm up your room. Uh, next tip is having a clear purpose for the meeting, um, I, and and this one applies to in person meetings as well. Don't just get together and tie up a conference room for for no reason. Don't get together online without having a good purpose or a desired outcome or a goal for what you want to call. Uh, I was listening to a podcast the other day because I'm doing a lot more walking in the evenings now to, to kind of clear my head and get some exercise um, where Microsoft meetings are booked for an hour. But Google does this interesting thing where any sort of internal corporate meeting at Google is max 30 minutes. And if you're going to talk for more than 30 minutes, you have to do it over two meetings. So they're obviously looking at what they want to have as the outcome of their meeting and they're sticking to their agenda and they're sticking to their meeting notes or they're sticking to, to what they want to get done uh, and who has to get things done inside of a meeting. Uh, this one hits close to home for me. Like having a defined purpose for a meeting is just way too critical because otherwise everyone just throws in all the little tidbits, there's long off topic conversations that drag the meeting out for way too long. Having a clear scope of what you're going to talk about, have a section in your meeting, maybe five minutes for questions and mm -hmm. anything that can't fit into your meeting scope or time, a lot of time, save it for the next meeting. 
or maybe post that meeting to a Teams channel and ask the question in the comments afterwards because everyone can still follow along with it while getting back to their day job. Or if they need to leave early, they'll be able to catch what they what they missed, right? Exactly. So sort of on that vein, uh, how about having a moderator for your meeting? Um, certainly if you are the person tasked with presenting something, um, maybe you want to put 100% of your attention and focus into making your sales pitch or delivering news to your to your colleagues at work or um, uh, reaching out to partners and vendors to, to give a speech about something. If you're focused on delivering your content and you have someone behind the scenes who is making sure people are muted, uh, maybe taking questions in chat, someone who can... Um, keep you on on time and on on track as far as an agenda goes i think that's another useful uh, tip as well depending on the size of your meeting obviously if it's a few people you may not want that but a larger team meeting you might get some uh, bang for your buck by having a moderator as well it makes a difference especially like you said for those larger meetings having somebody that can just quickly answer questions um mute people because for some reason we just our mouse is drifting suddenly we're talking and you can hear the conversation i'm having with the dog mm -hmm. You don't want that during your big corporate presentation. So have, yeah, having someone in there makes a big difference for the larger meetings, for sure. Yeah. The only thing I'll say about having a, a moderator is sort of keeping the uh, notes on the quality of the, in the meeting is that's really going to tick off people that play conference call bingo. I don't know if you've ever played conference call bingo. No, have I? Okay. Well, we'll put a link in, in the show notes. There's a ton of different. Just do a quick Bing search for conference call bingo and go to oh, the images search. It's a bingo card of all the potential things that you may hear and or see during a conference call, uh, online meeting, if you will. So things like dog barking in the background, uh, doorbell, you know, yelling to the to the spouse, I'm coming for dinner right away. You know, those types of things. Um, check it out. It's lots of fun. Um, another big tip is just preparing for the meeting in advance. Have your tools, have your equipment ready to go. So if you're using a new um, a new computer, you're using some new headphones, um, any kind of new equipment, test it out, make sure it's ready before the meeting starts because you don't wanna walk into a big meeting and set it, up, set it back by 10 minutes because, oh, we can't hear you on your headphones because they're plugged into the wrong device. Doing that prep work in advance makes all the difference for when you walk into that meeting, you know everything's working properly, you sound good, your hair is fine, and you can have a productive meeting from there. And I think this is the one tip that might resonate the most with the work from home crowd, the folks that are new to this whole thing. Uh, IT may have been in a rush to get your video conference and your online meeting solution put into place. So it might be something brand spanking new to you. Um, you may have not used Microsoft Teams in this way, for example. Um, it takes a few minutes just to, to click the help button in the lower left of, of the Teams app do a little bit of reading about how to join meetings and how to host meetings. Uh, and certainly we hope that you get some value out of uh, this episode of the MOO show as well. Next tip is about being visual. Uh, I think I have done more webcam enabled video chats, meetings, conference calls, town halls, whatever you want to call it. I have done more Teams meetings with colleagues with cameras turned on in the last month than I have, say, in the last two, three years of using Teams and Skype for business. So I think there's there's some value to being visual in terms of showing yourself and, and showing where you are, what you're working on, 
but you can do things in Microsoft Teams like sharing a PowerPoint deck and walking through a presentation with colleagues and you can annotate and you can work on things at the same time. If you want to share an app or share your complete screen through Teams, you certainly can do that as well. Again, good for collaborating and working together. Or Teams has a built-in whiteboard. It's actually the Microsoft whiteboard. Uh, you can stay inside of the Teams application in a Teams meeting and you can draw, you can doodle. I know there's a number of preset templates that you can use. And again, it's about getting ideas out of your head um, in a collaborative setting as a group, talking, ideating, uh, all on a whiteboard that you can save and share with the, with the team later on. Brian, I'm pretty sure you and I could waste an entire afternoon just playing with that whiteboard app. It's well, a lot of I mean, fun. There's all kinds of applications like X's and O's and fun things with sticky notes and Oh yeah, we can play Hangman for a meeting. Hangman, draw something. We can play a game where you got to draw a house quickest. You know, there's all kinds of fun and useful business applications. I vote we have a mobile episode where we just play tic-tac-toe or Hangman on whiteboard. What do you guys think? 20 minutes of Ryan and Alex playing tic-tac-toe. I like it. <laughs> episode 10 in the bag. <laughs> yep, yep, yep. Episode 10 through 15. Yeah. <laughs> What's next? Um, how about confirming next actions and takeaways? Nothing is more annoying than spending 30 minutes dedicating some time from your day to a meeting and then leaving the meeting and hanging up and wondering, do I have something to do or is someone relying on me? What's next, right? I love this tip because I hate leaving a meeting and not knowing what I'm supposed to do next. I, I'm the first to admit I'm not great at taking meeting notes. So I always defer to someone else to take me notes for the meeting. But if I know I have an action to take, I want to know what it is. If someone is waiting for waiting on information, write it down, share it with the team so we know who's working on what and when information is kind of due by. So everyone's on the same page about whether it's the project you're working on, timelines or your day to day operations. Yeah. And I've seen this done in, in so many different ways. There's there's no wrong way to do it uh, because of all the variety of tools that we can use with Teams and with Microsoft 365. Uh, I've seen folks share a OneNote notebook. So they share their screen in the Teams meeting and they share a OneNote notebook and they keep everything organized and they make to-do lists that way. I've seen uh, customers bring in planner boards from Planner into the Teams meeting or the, again, they'll, they'll share their screen and as uh, as the meeting host is working through what they have to say or the team is working through their agenda, again, whoever has been appointed to sort of moderate the meeting or whoever has been appointed to keep notes for, for the meeting can do that in those applications. And obviously when you assign a task and planner, the assignee gets a notification right away that they have a takeaway. So that's another good good tool. Absolutely. You So you've got the meeting notes and teams. It's not mm -hmm. my favorite. Not my favorite at all, but it's there. It's okay, but it, it's there, but you're right. It's a little yeah. bit locked in, I find. It's hard to get stuff out of those meeting notes. Correct. So OneNote's probably my favorite out of the two, just because mm -hmm. you can have those meeting notes in your team channel and in OneNote or on your phone, wherever you actually need them to be. So mm -hmm. that's really handy. Or you can just throw your notes in a Word document and share them out with the entire team after. It's really up to you. But having meeting notes that's accessible to the entire team at the end of the day is what's important. Yeah. Better yet, depending on your Microsoft 365 subscription plan, you may be able to record your team's meetings and store them in stream. And there's some neat things you can do with stream as far as uh, searching 
by using text and natural language, searching for something that someone said during a meeting uh, or some a point of context in a meeting. So um, I see a lot more meetings record being recorded as well, and those being stored inside of uh, Microsoft Stream, shared back out to the team afterwards. It's an underrated feature, honestly. Yeah. Right, uh, now let's turn the table around and let's say you are attending an online meeting. Again, if you're new to this, if you're not new to this, um, Alex and I put together just a few really rapid fire tips for attending a meeting and, and having so-called etiquette, but really we're all professionals or we're all on the same team at the end of the day. So maintaining good behavior in person in a boardroom is really, really important, but also important to keep that in mind when you're attending uh, an audio video sort of online virtual meeting as well. Uh, number one tip, I'll just uh, to get started, log on a few minutes early. Um, certainly all of our software and calendaring tools will let us know when a meeting starts. So it's not uh, too hard of a habit to, to build to be on time and a few minutes early. Yeah, and that's really about um, making sure that your equipment again is ready to go. Your headphones are set up, your microphone's set up, you're in a quiet space. When you log in early, it gives you that time to just get set up. Right on. Number two, audio quality. Uh, be mindful of your audio quality. If you are going to type during the meeting, maybe you should mute yourself. If you are in a noisy environment, again, mute yourself or the, mute, the, the meeting moderator may, may mute yourself for you. Again, this is going to throw off anybody that's playing conference call bingo. Uh, but again, really important just to be a good steward of what you're sending back to the Teams meeting as far as uh, audio goes. Right. I am the loudest typer in the world. I'll admit that. And so I have to be very conscious about when I'm taking notes that I'm not slamming my keyboard as I'm talking at the same time because then it just distorts all of my audio. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. And it could be a dis it could be a distraction. It could get people focused on that instead of what what the content or the purpose of the meeting is. Absolutely. Or if you're writing emails while you're listening into a meeting, we can hear you, by the way. <laughs> yeah. On the next note, be prepared. If you're presenting in a meeting, if you're speaking, have your notes ready, have your documents ready, pull them up in a tab beside your uh, your team's meeting or whatever uh, conferencing app you're using, just so that way when you're called upon, you can just dive right into it. No one wants to sit and wait for you to find a file. Sorry, Ryan, I did this to you earlier. Um, no one wants to sit and wait for you to find those files and download your, or install something. Make sure you're good to go. And that can happen if you prepare early enough and log in early. So that way all that information is just at your fingertips. Yeah, it doesn't matter if you're playing a major role in the meeting or if you're just speaking for a couple of seconds on a particular talk, just giving a quick status update. Just be prepared, bring your notes. If you don't want to have everything up on your screen, you know, bring your phone and, and have that kind of off to the side where you can still glance on it, still be in the meeting and still be paying attention. Uh, the next tip for etiquette is don't interrupt. This is a hard one for online meetings because when you compare this to being in person, we can hear each other a little bit when we talk over each other. You don't really lose information from an audio. You don't really use, lose that audio information. But online conferencing is a whole different ballgame all of your audio is being compressed and sent out everywhere. So two people talk over each other, it just distorts it, it turns into garble and no one gets heard. So there's a lot more pausing involved, taking a moment to see if the person's finished speaking and then taking your turn to speak. It takes some practice 
but it's really just about being it's really about being courteous to the other people in that room and giving everyone a chance to speak. I just wanted to make sure you're done. See what I did there? <laughs> I like it. That was but so more, courteous of you. But more so, uh, I mean, everybody's bandwidth at their home, if they're working from home, everybody's bandwidth is, is a different situation. So there may even be a delay between when your colleagues hear you finish speaking and when you're actually finished speaking. So again, if, if there's a heated debate, it might be a little bit tough to not talk over each other, but just be courteous and be mindful of what's actually going on to get your voice over the internet into into somebody else's ears right number five uh similar mute yourself when you're not speaking uh this is so 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 important the, the larger your meeting uh, will be this is more important if you're in a large team meeting if you're in a town hall where the ceo or the president of, of your organization is addressing everybody and you do not need to speak at all or there will be no opportunity for you to speak just put yourself on mute and just kind of cover that base from from the beginning of the meeting. Mm -hmm. And don't forget you have the chat to lean on. So if there's something you want to get out there, pull up the chat, write your question or your message down. And then if there's a moderator, we'll catch it or the speaker will catch it when they've taken a break to uh, get caught up. So there'll be an opportunity for you if you use the chat feature. Yeah, and again, we talked about this at the opening of the show, new features coming to Teams where you'll be able to raise your hand. So without destroying the focus of the presenter or their flow, they're going on a good rant or they're having a good bit of conversation. You don't want to derail that. You just put your hand up via software and your question can be addressed at, at a certain point and you can stay on mute, right? Can't wait till that comes. Awesome. As our next tip, camera presence is important. Think about your lighting, dressing appropriately, um, at least for what's on camera, what's in frame, everything else is up to is up for debate. I'm not here to judge. When you're getting set up for a meeting, think about what your light source is. You want to be across from a window, not in front of it, because if you're in front of a window, you're just going to show up as uh, you're going to be very dark. No one's going to be able, no one's going to be able to see you on camera. But for right now, for example, I have a light, I have a window with natural light coming in in front of me, so my entire face is lit up. Don't forget you have your monitor as a light source as well. Your computers emit a lot of light, so that will actually add to it. So think those are little things to be aware of. And some some notebooks, some laptops have their webcams up at the top of the screen. Some webcams have it built into the bezel around the bottom of the screen. So you're gonna wanna you up the nose view, exactly. So you're gonna wanna kinda play around with how you look on the camera. Um, you know, before going live, so to speak, right? And don't forget, we've got cool things in Teams now, like background blur and custom custom backgrounds, um, either the preset ones or the custom ones you'll be able to build yourself within the next few weeks in Teams. Um, so even if you don't have a great scene or a great looking room or a great looking kitchen cabinet, um, you'll be able to put something fun, uh, at least to, to take the attention off of that, right? Absolutely. Perfect. Last tip uh, for meeting etiquette for attending meetings. Obviously, this is a no-brainer, but I just want to put it out there. Pay attention. Someone has taken the time to invite you to a meeting to share some content with you, to pick your brain, uh, to collaborate with you on, on a business idea, maybe to make a sales pitch, maybe to get your interest in something. Pay attention to what, what they have to say and, and what they're trying to say. Um, they would expect it from you as well, so it's it's just a good thing to do. If you've got distractions in your environment, try to limit those. 
like Alex says, don't be typing emails when you should be focusing on on the sales meeting or the quarterly town hall or, or those types of things. Uh, if, if you can't block off the time to get some some peace and quiet, uh, to throw your headphones in and, and to attend the meeting, you know it, it doesn't hurt to say no or book another time or or try to do it at a a different place type of thing. Right. It's so tempting to want to multitask when we're on these online meetings. You can turn your camera off and just start going away at work. But as human beings, we just we don't multitask well. So if you're in the meeting, you're there for a reason. Otherwise, why why are you there? Catch a recording of it later. Get an email sent to you. Decline the meeting politely and then do the work you need to do. But if you're in the meeting, if you're going to be there, be there. Be there. Yeah, I love it. All right. Ryan, we should wrap this one up. We should. I enjoyed this very, very much. Again, this applies to any users using Microsoft Teams. That would be certainly my choice of audio and video conferencing tool at the moment, uh, given what's going around in the news. But hey, where can we find you on social media, Alex? I'll have our LinkedIn and Twitter information up on the screen. You can check out our new website, mobo.show, to see past episodes of the webcast. And you can find more information on the Modern Workspace program at moo.ca. Um, there's something else I'm forgetting. Well, that's a good, that's it. Okay. Whew. Ryan, thanks for joining. Thanks for um, sharing your fancy backgrounds with me. <laughs> I love it. I hope, I hope uh, all of our viewers experiment with the features. If you have any questions, always uh, DMS, uh, get at us on social media. We're, we're happy to help as we continue to work from home. It doesn't seem like that's going to be changing, at least for the next little while. Yeah. Well, get cozy. And yeah, it'll be good. It'll and be wash good. your hands. Wash, wash your hands. hands. Yes. Wash your hands. Okay. <laughs> Take care. Bye, everybody. <laughs>